to from the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again. For now, what is... I decided to cut it into two, so we'll do two short episodes this week. Do me a favor. If you'd rather have like two 35-minute episodes that are on different things, I know we drift into a lot of topics in and out. Anyway, let me know. Hit the comments. But... My name is John Gafford. Welcome to the Power Move. With me to the left of me, as always, is Colt the Bulgarian Mongoose. Colt the iPhone Amadan. King. Colt? IPhone king. Fucking Colt the iPhone Colt king. Colt the green bubble killer. Did you get one Amadan. yet? Amadan. He, he did. He did, yes. Joey. No, wonder our, no wonder our conversation yeah, is much Do, do I get... More? Do I get five minutes of branding <laughs> no, right you now? Don't. No, you, you just don't. had you five minutes of friends on there. You just had it. <laughs> and across from us in the studio today, also Chris the Counselor Connell, as always, and special guest in the studio today. Uh, one of my great, great friends, uh, one of my favorite people, loyal soldier, awesome dude, uh, and amazing lender, uh, Joey Siaglia. And the reason I had Joey on today, and I asked him to come in today, is because today when I was working with all of our agents this morning, and I was talking, doing my weekly meeting for our real estate agents, we were talking about the psyche of America when it comes to interest rates right now in, in terms of house buying. And I started telling my people, I said, look, the reason your sales are down are not because of the interest rates. It's because of your failure and your inability to explain this to people in a way that makes sense to them. You know, people with social media these days, everybody, you know, all it takes is one pop-up guru to tell you that, oh man, the bubble's going to burst and this is it and, and, and whatever else. And, and all of a sudden it's like, well, my cousin Chad saw this guy on YouTube who listened to Gary Vee once <laughs> who saw a video that had uh, the 10X in it. And all of a sudden, yeah, and now I'm not going to buy a house. Yes. <laughs> and it's just, it doesn't stop. And so as professionals within the industry, I feel it is the responsibility of agents, of good agents, to perpetuate good information into the ecosystem of America. And I told them, I said, look, when you see a good chart, I saw one the other day that I loved, which is the historical interest rate chart that showed it peaking up at like 19% back then. And then it shows it and shows like, we're just kind of now back into a normal, I mean, even below normal. Yeah, I was going still subnormal. Still yeah. subnormal. We're not, it's any 2% anymore, but we're still subnormal. And I said, when you see stuff like that, steal it and reshare it because you're just helping now you know don't do the realtor stuff where you stay in the house like you know get your dad to buy a house for my daddy because we need the money you know nobody cares about that shit but it, but perpetuating facts and things that actually make sense to people are really good so i wanted to have joe on today because he is an expert at explaining these things to people in a way that makes sense sure so my first question is joe is and is is Let's talk about you for a minute. Let's, let's get your background. I always want to have people in here that are experts at what they do. I like to kind of get the, the fill on them. Experts. I, got, so, I got my license two months ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. feeling pretty good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> just, just passed the test of feeling pretty good. I've worked on a couple that's, things. That's, that's, right. Colt, that's right. Colt's been that's doing commercial shit. real estate. Colt's been doing commercial real estate for 20 years. I don't know if he has a license. And he's only 22, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's even more impressive. Wait, sure you have license. to have a license to do this? <laughs> yeah, for what? That's for what? That's all. Next, you're going to tell me I need a law license. Yeah, you do. The law yeah. school? Yeah. Let's go and become a lawyer. The Hollywood Upstairs week. Law School? Yeah. yeah. Did, did you get a degree, Chris? I did the full weekend, <laughs> the full John. Weekend, the full no? law put weekend. all the time in. Yeah, you got no, your degree. Some guys quit half the way through. Yeah. <laughs> After Friday evening. Okay. So it's like, yeah. well, well, did the, you notice that well, Joey got an amazing intro? 
He did. Did we get like not bad. Colton no. Chris. Well, they know who yeah. you, they know who you are right now. But the reason I don't people know if they do, do the they? reason people quit on Saturday night at the weekend law class is because they say you got to pass the bar, and then there it is. What's a bar? So they just step in on Saturday. It's all right. We'll explain to you. We'll I went later. drink at a bar. So back to you, Joe. So how long have you been doing this? I mean, I know, but let the folks. How long have you been doing this? I've been doing this twenty-one years. Twenty-one years. So I just if your if your mortgage degree was was a person. It'd be stripping at the Rhino. Is it that what you're trying definitely. to tell? That's no, what you're no, trying no. To tell. It might be little D's because that place <laughs> is like D's. you know that'll that'll make it through anything. <laughs> I mean, there you go. But anyway, so 23 years you've been doing yes, this. Yes, but you know what's important to mention is what's that? I don't know everything. I'm still learning. I constantly am learning and trying to perfect my craft in this business because what might have been six months ago is no longer. So we're constantly having to re-up that knowledge. And it's not just the continuing education courses that you make you do every year. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. This is staying in the know on what's going on in the financial markets. How are the big lenders setting price? Because those are the ones you really need to watch. It's not the mom and pop mortgage shop that's that's really dictating what's happening out there. It's watching no. the big boys. It's the Rocket Mortgages, the Penny Max, the United Wholesale Mortgage, You know all these big guys that have access market the makers. They have access to the money. They're the ones that are hedging, so you know when they're hedging. That Those are the ones that I'm following to make sure that I have all the knowledge to pass along to my realtors and, and clients. To your clients. So what, let's compare the, the markets now. Okay, let's talk about, you know, you've been doing this 23 years. And obviously, you know, Las Vegas is the, was the epicenter for the implosion back in 2005, 2006. Yeah. And in no way am I implying by saying that, that it's going to happen again. But what I am saying is, Part of what caused that crash, over and above all of the indicators, the ninja loans, all of those things that happened, nobody else getting gained, the rapid you know, depreciation. But what got that ball rolling was consumer confidence in the markets plummeted, mm-hmm. right? So as somebody that was around in 2005, now there's a lot of things going for the market now before you'd be like, oh my God, he's gonna say this, it's the same thing now. There's so many things going on in the market now that are just, that are different from then Everything. that will prevent that from happening again. But consumer confidence is, is something that's very important to the health of any market. Are you seeing or did you see some similarities when rates spiked up that, then to now? Did you see any similarities? Actually, no. Okay. Um, so in, in all fairness... I think that, uh, I mean, we have a lot of crazy things going on in our country right now, right? We could all yeah. agree on that. And whether it's inflation, whether it's financial markets, whether it's the stock market, they're all tied together in some form or fashion, right? So I think that what we've experienced in the last three years with interest rates being at an all-time low, which we may never see again. Yeah. We may never see a, a 30-year fixed rate at two and a quarter percent again. Yep. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. That's a healthy market. So we're, I believe we're experiencing a healthy market right now, but it's, there's a little bit of shock value for the people that aren't educated, which is, that's why we're here today to talk about getting that education. But you've got, I believe the fed made an error in the last couple of years. This should have been done a long time ago. Totally agree. So Mm -hmm. what we've had, what we experienced in the last three years was a gift. You may not get that gift again. So some people that were able to benefit from that, that's great. That's wonderful. But it doesn't compare in any fashion to what we went through back in 2005, six and seven, that was leading up to why everything came down. Yeah. And the reason just for your listeners that, that things came down was because the mortgage loans that, that 
these banks were putting out were garbage. They were garbage. <laughs> yeah. But not only were they garbage, they were packaged as garbage. As, <laughs> as, as, as gold. beautiful gold paper, yeah. but it was still garbage. Well, because yeah. everybody could pass it on and make their fees, right? They just yes. kept going, cool. Well, Lender ra- makes well, our rating free. agencies. Rating. Yeah. rating agencies got this thing. Um, when you take a strip off a AAA bond, throw it in a pile of dog shit, and they would give it a AAA. AAA. Yeah. That, so that's the basic the crux of yeah. what that was. Make so it's just fees. a matter of time before the house of cards comes falling down. So you, you fast forward 15 years to where we are now. For the last... 10 we've been writing good mortgages yeah oh yeah St- this isn't just me talking you guys would know this probably more oh, than yeah. me but statistically statistically speaking people in this country have more equity in their homes than they've ever had in the history of the real estate market I agree. Mm-hmm. so there's still opportunities out there for refinancing because let's be honest most people are fiscally irresponsible mm-hmm. and they're always going to need cash to pay debt off and you know, if you can refinance your mortgage loan right now at five and a quarter percent, that's a lot cheaper than paying 26% on a credit card that you're going to carry probably forever, right? Because <clears throat> people just can't get out. We yeah. talked about this. Yep. Yeah. We talked about it last week. So, yep. so to answer your question, I mean, there's just been this huge shift where people have an out. So if Colt loses his job tomorrow, which based on the banter could be a real possibility, <laughs> And, uh, I don't even know if I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's ha- a and he has to sell his home <sighs> to live. There's enough money in there to pay the agents. There's enough money in there to yeah. put some money in his pocket and move on. We didn't have that luxury back in 2008 no, no. because mm-hmm. we were writing terrible loans that were put in front of us that were becoming saleable in the secondary market. Yeah. And there was well, there was just no skin in the game. There was no easy skin to walk in the game. That secondary market was backed by the the United States government, yeah. based on yeah. the everyone in a home dream, right? Yes. And, which which is just so fundamentally against market principles, right? Yep. And then add on top of that, um, some of these other concepts where it's like you know, to be good fail. We don't take our medicine as a country, right? Yes. Having these low interest rates is a way to keep you. Can, you can only go to zero. Uh, it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, the, and we're almost negative. there. That's they not true. The There's negative. They were giving negative. negative. Yeah, and Japan was, was giving yeah, money, pay, right? They'll pay you to take their money. But, but theoretically, <laughs> right, you're supposed to take your medicine. When the economy's, you know, bad to help it, you know, jumpstart, you're supposed to use quantitative easing to drop the interest rates. You, you, you right. sell paper, you buy paper. But the other part of that, like we're talking Fixed about the dichotomy, is then putting it up when the economy's heated up too bad, yes. too, too much. Mm. And politically, it's suicide because if you have an administration, right, that's doing really well, well, you should cool it off so that you're not, you know, creating yeah. that situation. And, yeah. and that's what doesn't happen because it's political suicide. Yeah. yeah, this should have been taken care of a long time ago. And honestly, I remember when I got, uh, when I came to Vegas, that interest rate that I bought was like 5.25%. And I thought, Wow, I just made a steal. Yeah. Because when I first got into it, seven and a half was normal. If you got yeah. seven, you were really doing good. And well, if you it, got like eight and a half on a commercial loan, you were freaking killing it. That was twenty years ago, right? Cap, well, cap rates were nine percent. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But right. no, but when I got five point two five percent interest rate, I'm like, holy cow, I just stole this. Right? Like but now everybody's like, Oh my god, they quoted me five point two five. Like, that's crazy. What's well, like it's like the Bill Burr deal how quickly we become accustomed to things that we didn't know existed five minutes oh, ago yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. sorry sorry folks the online internet is not yeah. going to work this there, time there is, bullshit. There, there's, yeah. a, there's a sense of entitlement in the market and there's a sense of false security that i mean this is just a normal time and i would say to some of the newer agents mm-hmm. the agents that work for you 
it's all about the education piece, right? If the houses aren't going anywhere, yeah, the, I, I firmly do not believe that we are going to have a massive reduction in price here. I really don't. I feel like people are going to sell because they have to, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I would be more concerned about the inventory issues than I would be about the interest. Well, that, which, are, that's which are up. In, inventory is up 50% over the last four and it's weeks. it's growing. Which is still, but here's the thing, a Way good healthy low, market yeah. is good for everybody. But yep. it's still it's, insignificant relative to how it's been before. Yes. And we don't, tell me where we're going to build here. Where's the land? Apex, Sloan? Yeah. Well, no, and I, I tell Starting people that all the time, and that's one of the reasons when I give people when they ask why Vegas will hold its value. And I say, look, you gotta understand, Vegas is essentially an island. Mm -hmm. We're just yep. surrounded by sand instead of surrounded by water. We don't have any more land. Right. The land isn't there. And so when you look at this, you've got to look at it as, is, is we're Manhattan in the desert. That's right. what we are. I mean, tide's gonna rise. I Speaking of tides, more. and I said, I said this morning, I said the thing I think that's hurting us in the market more right now, with the nationwide appearance of our market, is the damn barrels that keep floating up in Lake Mead. Because everybody's, everybody's assumed like Lake Mead is like a bathtub and the cork is out and it's going to zero and we're all going to be drinking sand in like six months. Where we've had people on um, from the water district here that are like, look, we wouldn't have, look, it's bad for boaters, we understand that, but we have plenty of water. Like we wouldn't have done that. Yeah, this country's it's just not a, going to It's going to come down to water rights. Uh, one of yeah. my law professors is a water right absolute expert, like mm -hmm. nation renowned expert. Uh, in water rights? In water rights. Yeah. That's apiary that's whites. And, uh, <laughs> apiary. And so, right. uh, I remember. He could have used it. He could have gone fancy right no, there. No, 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 no. The no, only thing restraint he just yeah, used. I thought he was for a I thought, yeah. Yeah. We, have, we, have a, we have another scholar on, so I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. insult that's, him. That's, but. Who's this scholar? <laughs> yeah. But so, he, he, he said that no, under any circumstance, you're always going to be able to get water here. It's not like a city's going to go waterless. Yeah. Okay. That's never going to happen. It may get more expensive mm -hmm. to get here, but the water rights issue, we will be able to access water yeah. for all time here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all, all they have to do is it, it'll just be costly. They're just going to have to pull just California. Yeah. California just start. They've got to figure that out. Once you take California out, we're, we're doing, we do not waste water in Vegas. What do you mean? Take California out Colt uh, California Your person. What are you everywhere. talking about? We can give them to freaking Canada. <laughs> I always heard that the casinos would fly like a glacier in if they had to. I just let it melt. Everybody thinks <laughs> the point. U.S. government, I shouldn't say that because of Flint, Michigan, right? But the U.S. government is not going to allow a city to go out and it's, have yeah, no, it's not, not the uh, US million. It's, it's going to be the Nevada state yeah. legislators and there's enough money. There's well, no, you got to have the government. Water rights. That's a government. You'll divert thing. more of the Colorado River over here. And yeah, it, it's, it's not. Gonna I'm not saying not to worry about it because you don't need the costs of living here but increasing. It, but it's. But I'm. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, as somebody that has their finger on the pulse, because I hear my agents talk to people that people from around the country really think that. They're. Like, yeah. Oh, I saw that. I saw that mobster guy floated up the other day. You guys can be out of water in like two weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys could be drinking sand. I'm not moving there. I'm just looking around to see if I can buy some scrap metal out of these houses when they all implode. You know, it's like, that's the kind that's of shit. funny. Everybody just, they've, that's probably not, that one was probably a mob hit, but the other bodies, they're not mob, but everybody just the wants The ones it. in barrels? Oh, those are, that's a mob, but it's only been the one. The other bodies have just been out there. Like, 
just the, floating. They, but the the New York Post loves to write about yeah. it. The Daily yeah. Mail, like all that. that we, we it's really about, hurt in Vegas. We talked about it last wait, week. Wait, wait till they start week. excavating that yeah. land oh. south of the. Oh, oh, they already oh, did. Yeah, yeah, no, that's they they used to find those bodies all the time doing Summerlin, doing the Southwest. But they the developers didn't say nothing because you get shut down, right? But like that's a problem with Vegas is they love to write stuff like COVID. COVID got hit so hard because of a lot of stuff, but they were like, oh, Vegas will never rebound. Like the the New York Times and all that just love to make Vegas such a crazy the end of the world always. Like, uh, I don't know why. But it does the, make a do. great backdrop for disaster movies, though. I will give oh, you that. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Makes it's it great. Sweet. Yeah. We, we need a, a Goodfellas 2 where Colt's asking his mom for a knife to get the... <laughs> When he's got to go move the bodies. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Scene, yeah, last week we were talking about Colt's like, Colt's like, you know, for five thousand, you can go five thousand dollars to go no, hunt get, bodies at Lake Mead. I go, if you find a body, I, they'll give you five thousand. I, I go, Colt, right. but after you find like the eighth one, I think they're going to figure yeah. out like. Then you maybe, end up on the stand. Yeah, maybe yeah. you know something. I got a good attorney yeah. that's exactly. going to do. This guy went missing long. six hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I found him. Found him. Found him. Found him. Oh, what's it, Lake Mead? I found him in Lake Las Vegas. Same thing. Same thing. So, what says you is the best way to, to ease the psyche? Oh. No, no, Colt. Jesus. No. What says you, Joey, is the best? Joey, I need to specify these, the direction of these comments, is the best way to ease people's minds about rates. I want to hear what you say, and I want to hear what I said, and see if it's the same. So, honestly, I don't try to overcomplicate things, right? For me, and I harp on this all the time, even with my team of loan officers, some of the newer folks, some of your seasoned folks that work for you. Um, it's all about the education piece. Mm -hmm. The more you can educate these clients on what's going on, because I got to be honest with you, I'm an active loan officer. I get up every day and I go to the office and I write mortgages. That's all that I do, right? Mm -hmm. I live, breathe, eat all of this. I, since the rates increase, call it 90 days, right? Fair. That was Fair. the start yeah, of yeah. kind of the, it, I haven't had one person, I literally, I could look you right in the face today, I haven't had one person not buy a house because they felt the interest rate market was out of control. No. Mm. Not even close, because this is normal. Right. This is a normal cycle in the business. What the beautiful thing is, is that this sets up the next boom, right? So it's gonna, it's gonna weed out a lot of the people that are agents and loan officers that are in the business, don't have a good book of business. If you if you're in this business as a loan officer and you haven't focused on building your agent base, you're in big trouble right now. Yep. Those guys are in big trouble. They're going back to, you know, whatever they were doing before and then they may hop on for the next refi boom, but the 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 loan officers in this town that are successful that will continue to be successful have that agent base and I'm not worried about the market. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about the rate. So for me, I don't, I don't, wouldn't necessarily say that it's a psyche that I'm trying to, to correct with people. It's just strictly educating them what the market's doing. You, you know who your savvy buyers are, you know who your ones that aren't savvy. So you may have to spend a little bit more time explaining things over yeah. here to this guy because he does understand financial markets where this person over here is concerned about one thing. And what's that one thing? Their payment. Payment. That's exactly, see that, I'm glad, I'm, their, I'm glad their, you said yeah. that because yes. that was exactly what I said today. I said, it's so important to shift the narrative away from what the interest rate is, because in most cases, the interest rate is irrelevant to anybody in their everyday life. It does couldn't, not couldn't matter. Couldn't agree more. It doesn't matter. And when people start talking about the interest rates are up to the interest rate, 
you need to get this down. And I tell people, I ask them point blank, do you pay the interest rate every month or do you make a payment on the house? You make a payment on the house. Get the conversation back to what you can afford based on the monthly expense that it comes out of their pocket rather than what they could, how much of a dollar figure of a house they could have bought a month, 90 days ago versus the dollar figure of a house they can buy now. Yep, you're selling payment, not and rate. I, and I said, you need to, and, and, I, and this is what I told my, my agent today on my team. I said, literally, I'm on this board. I want in $50,000 increments from 500,000 to, I think I said 850. Let's just go a little over the median. Obviously, you know, jumbos are a little different, but let's just go in here. Mm-hmm. And I said, every day as, there, as the rates move, I want to know what 10% down, what, what payment interest is on these numbers. Cause you should know this stuff. Mm-hmm. You should exactly. have a, when somebody says I'm looking at $750,000 houses, you need to be able to translate that instantly to a payment. Which payment. Yep. So they so, should be advertising payment on their one on their thousand percent. Yes, you need to be selling payment, and the reason I know that this is what you should be doing is, this is what we were doing before the interest rates went to two percent, yeah, and people have exactly. such short memories and they don't remember how to have these conversations. So let me ask you another question. To that point, what yeah. John's exactly saying, how many times do you get questions from people, or how many times do you hear opinions about the market that are novel? Because I haven't heard one. <laughs> I've heard the same four or five or six arguments oh, or different. statements okay. that are novel or different. Like, hey, um, uh, Bernard Barack once said, you know, in this, uh, you know, we did a regression. Like, no, they're always like, um, there's going to be a crash because there was one before. Bubble's going to burst because all markets are tied. This, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. There's four or five things that as an agent, if you don't know how to educate on literally five statements about yeah. people's opinion about the market. Right, you're then, not then you're success. an absolute failure. I, Especially in residential. Literally five that I could probably do. In, in residential, for sure. I, this morning I sat with some pretty smart dudes that were, you know, it, but every they agent were gone. Had, every agent also has the same opinion, and they, they rarely to me, even when they're kind of right, they, they don't seem like an authority on it. Right, no. Like when you're an agent and you speak with authority, you go, well, here's why that's not... You yeah, know, this is why it's not accurate. Here's why that's here's here's some information that's going to help you feel better about well, this. Well, again, because we, they don't well, know though. Most agents, don't, that's what I'm saying, yeah, educate yourself they on. They don't the educate. Five yeah, presuppose. Like I, I sat there today know. against two guys that I won't say what businesses they own or whatever. They own very large. It was, stuff in it was Vegas. chilies. Oh, it was chilies, and they. <laughs> I got somebody else almost <laughs> made chili. I got somebody else almost almost made chilies list today. Almost did. Really, Calabunga Bay was right there. Really. <sighs> Right there, buddy. Right I'm not there. going to hear Don't worry. background. Don't no, worry. I'm not going to tell a story because we're trying to spread positivity. <laughs> okay, it was close. There might be another video. Yeah, man, man, it was close. That one. But you know what I'm saying? Man, no, close. but it is. Know like the five arguments yeah. that people have. Because these guys were. And own them. Most That's people the don't education own them. piece. That's right. It's the education. If the agents aren't educated, how can you expect your client to make an informed decision if you're not giving them the information? Well, you know, well here's my problem. Agents want to spend all of their time learning Tom Ferry scripts on how to close appointments. Yes. They don't learn anything else to say when they're in those appointments. They don't like, if you want to be the trusted advisor, you've got to know the market. Like I ask every, every, every week at my meeting, I was throw questions out. How many houses on the market today? Mm-hmm. And like in hands will shoot up. And I know those people look every day. Yes. You know, when I asked today, what's the interest rate? I got six and a half, five, two, five, four, eight. I mean, it was all over the place. And I'm like, guys, how do you not know this? You need to know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And look, I, I will I will boast when we are successful, and I will I will take the hits and responsibility when we are not. That's my fault, and that's why I was like, guys, we got to get better here. <laughs> it's such a loaded question, and I and I get the yeah. question all the time. 
How's the market? What's your rate today? Oh, what's your rate today? Yeah. What's your interest? There's so many different what's factors. What's your credit score? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, so, your there's credit so many score? different factors that go into that. But, um, you know, you, you heard the term subprime. Yeah. Right? So the new subprime is called non-QM. Non-qualified yep. mortgage is what it stands for. Not a bad loan. These loans are designed for people that have specific circumstances, like investors. We 1099s. Can do, yeah. 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 You know, I, I have clients that they make all the money in the world, but he's like, I don't want to give you my tax return. It's 300 pages long. You don't need it. Okay, perfect. So you're going to put 30% down? Yes, I am. Here's your rate. The, <laughs> yeah. That's your loan. That's your loan. So those those programs, there's programs out there for everybody. Yeah. But to, to blanket it with one interest rate makes no sense because a good loan officer, they sell it yeah. and they make it understandable to the client of this is why I'm doing this. This is how much it's going to cost you. This is how much, how long it's going to take you to get that money back. What do you want to do? And then I, and I just turn it over to them, give them the choice. But if you don't give them the options and they can't make an informed decision, then that's on you as the professional. See, that's a, that's a great question right now. Cause I want to hear what you say about this. At today's rates where they are, give or take, yeah. how long, how long is it? How long would you tell people they need to own a house? I would I'd based say on current market conditions, what five to seven saying? years. Okay, good. That's the same thing. Yeah. I tell people. I said this morning in the meeting, I said, if you plan on being somewhere for longer than seven years and you're renting a house, you're an idiot. Because people say, why don't I buy a house in the market balls? Guess what? You are buying a house. You're buying somebody else's house. Yeah. You're buying the house of the <laughs> landlord that you live in. Yes. You're making his payments. Yes. You're buying that. You are buying a house. So yeah, rate, I, I agree with you. The rents here are just out of control, right? It, I mean, yeah. We, second highest in the country as far as increases. increases. Massive yes. increases. But still though, two. we have some weird fundamentals here. Yeah, we do. Still, so much less than relative California. Yeah, yeah. So we we people don't understand sometimes. You got to look at the market in totality. When you look at Las Vegas, okay, a city of two million people, that has very comparable weather to California, which is also a desert. People don't realize that. Mm -hmm. uh, most you know yeah. until you get to the Friends, coast, no, it's basically yeah. a desert. Yeah. yeah. So you have cheaper house prices than in like Bakersfield here yeah. still mm. you know so as a relative lateral move it makes a ton of sense for most people yeah right as long as you can still work offline or, you yeah. know online or whatever <laughs> work okay work online did you guys okay do you guys have to see this i gotta bring this up did you see those receipts from edc oh yeah receipts oh, 277 uh, i was saw the, somebody post one the other okay. day yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought crypto crashed. I thought NFTs were in the toilet. Somebody out there is making it. Who got $250,000 to buy bottles of rose? I, I think that was the EDC executive party because both of them said EDC Kinetic. Um, you think it was their executive tables? I think I'm probably executive yeah. tables. Oh, and it was the same waitress. Yeah, it was all spades. I thought the same thing. But still, that was my guess. I don't know how those I, seats work, but. But if I, I was a billionaire, I could not I go drop that. I, I just crazy. everybody always says, "Oh, but you know, just you don't have that money drop on it." No, no, I, no. I, I, I would not. Like what? A who drinks that much? I was at a table once at one hundred and fifty thousand dollar minimum, like forty grand into it. Everybody's blacked out. Yeah. They come to me and they're like, <laughs> they still have a lot to do. I go buy them to get get the most expensive champagne and then that's have the a table yeah. minimum is insanity. That, that is crazy. Really Did you see the thirty dollars? Unmet charge on that receipt? Uh, yeah, $30 unmet charge. Unmet 30, charge? Yeah, because they didn't spend enough. So they, so it's like, there's, there's, they there's a $30. Up, they spent that much money and then rounded up $30. $30 because they didn't unmet oh. charge. Oh, you know, man. hey, John, one, one more example, you know, on Good selling Lord. payment for if there's any Sorry. agents out there that are listening to us right now that this could help them. I always compare it to a car, right? Some people lease cars, some people buy cars. When you buy cars, I feel like you go in, you get a loan from the bank, 
you ask what the interest rate is. But if you were to ask 10 people, what the what's the interest rate on a lease? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have no idea. I have a payment. They would have no idea, right? It's called, the, no, called the money factor. It's called the money factor. The money factor. But they don't know that. So, that, so how do you I, negotiate a car lease when you Cult. go into a car dealership, right? You negotiate the money factor. You negotiate the money factor. Absolutely. But I guarantee you, nine out of 10 people don't know that. Mm -hmm. So they see the Lexus on TV that I can drive for four ninety nine. You go down there, it's actually seven eighty. dollars yeah. right, by the time you get there. But it's because the dealers play with the money factor. Yep. It's the same thing. You're selling payment. You're not selling what the money factor or the rate is. Yeah. I think, I think focusing on what people can afford in that monthly payment is what is, is clutch going forward. Yep. Mm -hmm. And well, if you're explaining the whole rental thing, right? Like I, I tell people all the time, they're like, Oh, should I be buying properties? Are you living in it? Then yes, you should go buy a property, right? Like it's, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you've got people have been the same house 15 years renting. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. for, for example, and let me ask you this too, because obviously with affordability comes issues with prices raising. Yeah. So it, in our lender that we own, where, where Joey is the man, um, Streamline Home Loans, do we have any, what programs do we have? I'm not selling. I'm just curious. Sure. So what do we have right now? Minimum down payment for conforming loans. 3%. 3% so is minimum on first time home buyer. FHA. Okay? Nope. No. If you're a first time home buyer, you can go conventional, 3% down. You gotta have good credit though, because the pricing does take a big hit. So that that usually is the segue or transition into FHA. Yeah. So FHA is a tick higher, it's three and a half percent down, but there's a lot more uh, leniency on credit, uh, employment history. It's not quite as stringent as conventional. Six eight, six forty on FHA or six eight. No, I mean we can go all the way down to five eighty. Five eighty now. Yeah. I, no, I don't. Wow. I don't want to advertise. Yeah, that. Yeah. Those, come those on, deals down to But it's it's a, it's in total, right? Like if they have if they've been at MGM for twenty years and they had a, a judgment for a yep. medical bill, like you can look at all those factors, yeah. compensating factors, and right. again, and again, and that's why having the market even out a little bit is good for the market because now. You don't have to have cash. I mean, if, you know, it's like all the, it's so funny when a market changes all of the the innovations that come into the marketplace. Like, for example, we're seeing a lot of those companies now where uh, you can come in and we'll write your offer essentially, which is cash, and then we'll convert it when you sell your house. Well, the rates are terrible and the points are terrible. You know, when we get back to a normal market, now you can just go in with That's your everyday FHA backed offer. Yeah, we and have, it's going to get accepted. Listen, we we have a program at your company. Yeah that it's called Fast 15. We guarantee a 15-day close, okay? 15-day close with an appraisal. And we're closing them faster than that now, We're right? closing, I, I think, I did like three last week, we closed in 11 days. And we're picking up new agents from other brokerages, not just Simply, but other places that, it, we're turning heads. Um, I remember I got a call on Sunday from an agent, uh, she worked for a diff different brokerage, and she said, uh, I'm looking at this offer. First of all, it was a Sunday, right? I think I had Luca in one arm. I had like the <laughs> spatula, I'm grilling my, you know, half of them in the pool. And she goes, well, you answered your phone on a Sunday. So you go right to the top of the list. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I said, well, I'll always answer my phone unless I'm in the shower mm -hmm. or I'm sleeping and I physically just don't Can't have do it, it. Right. So she said, well, that, that means everything because I've called four other offers I called four other lenders. It's been almost five hours and I haven't received one phone call back. So I got a leg up right away, right? Mm -hmm. And now, so then I'm gonna, I'll build on that. And she said, so it, lo it looks like in the contract, you got an eight day contingency period for the appraisal, 10 day loan, 15 day close. Can you hit that? I said, you give me a contract, I'll prove it to you. We will hit those, we'll hit those dates. And um, we closed that loan in 11 days. I got a new agent now. 
You know, yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to get all the business, but at least I'm a horse in the stable. Yeah. And that's kind of how I've been leveraging what we can do at Streamline that a lot of lenders can't do into building that business and really trying to stay one step ahead. But fast 15, 15 day close with an appraisal. It's awesome. If you're an agent in this market and you're not calling your loan officer asking them, how should I structure this deal? Because we know, yeah. we know the timelines that we can hit. That is about as aggressive as you can get. Kelsey does a great job of that. Mm -hmm. Copenhaver does a great job of that. Your whole team does a great job yeah. of that. But um, we work very closely together to figure out how we put our best foot forward. And a big piece of that is the speed that we can get these deals closed. Yeah. I, I mean, again, any advantage you have, and especially... You know, look, the market is changing, but it's still a, it's still a seller's market. It still is. I mean, you know, there's stuff out there that is starting to send a little bit. Yep. Seller expectations are going to have to be tempered a bit to the market. Um, but, I mean, any advantage you have to get offers accepted is always good. I have a generalist question. Yeah. Why is a W-2 employee preferred still with lending? Because it's guaranteed income. Guaranteed by the person who's not a W-2. No, it's guaranteed yeah. by the company. So, for example, uh, a Fannie guideline you is you can go. I got that. You see what I'm saying? No, I understand what yeah, you're yeah. saying. Like uh, my employee is technically because nobody's paying my wage. Yeah, right. But my employee is technically less risky than me. It's because you're Canadian. When you're applying for a mortgage, because you're Canadian. It's a Canadian. I'm American. Right. It's a Canadian. I'm American. Chad's okay. Canadian. <laughs> Are you? Okay. Very cool. <laughs> Are you guys going? <laughs> oh, Are we going to talk hey, about syrup now? Syrup. <laughs> That's him, the, the Indian story we were talking you, about. Oh, from Canada? Okay. Top <laughs> five syrups. Today's episode brought to you by Tim Hortons. <laughs> Tim, Hortons. <laughs> Tim Hortons. Get a double-double for, <laughs> for a toonie. For a toonie. But no, but that's something, like just in terms of lending criteria. So I, I bring this in not because because there's probably programs for me who's strictly, you know. Right flow through owner of companies that pay me mm -hmm. that but i have generated 100 of it i am somehow more of a risk than a w-2 employee for me right they don't even care it's just as long as you're a w-2 oh you've worked there for five years as a w-2 employee you must be on solid ground because your boss hasn't gone bankrupt yeah. see i think yes. you're more risky because you touched a mummy well, I think, think eventually that's going to that's going to come that's, that's coming home to roost eventually. on a mortgage application for that. <laughs> for I just know because I've I've done. Some is it financing. mortgage fraud if you don't disclose the mummy touch? Mummy I think well, it but be. he did disclose. I saw the video. Oh, that's okay. a good yeah. point. We all know that. Public knowledge. Everybody knows. You're on record notice. No, but it's. I mean, the mortgage industry it runs on saleability, right? So they're in the business of selling loans. They don't want to service your loan for 30 years. No. They want to sell it and move on, free up that money and fund more. And so Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, who are the government's largest purchaser of conventional loans right. have guidelines. And those guidelines, they like W2 income because they call it guaranteed income. Isn't that funny? It's guaranteed because yeah. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you're, I'll tell you what, I guarantee, I guarantee this. I, I get a call from, uh, this happens all the time. I don't know what it is with this business, but like the pharmaceutical sales, medical sales sure, rep people, sure. oh, yeah. a lot of them when they, so they start out as W2 and then they get promoted and they call and they're like, yeah, you know, I'm making 250 a year now. And I went from W2 to 1099. And you're it's like, like, oh. like you're dead. You know, they make yeah. so much more money. Uh, so yeah. much more. They, they, they write off more in taxes. They have a lot more advantages from as a business person. And, and that's the problem. And it's like, because you can't have it both ways. I remember an underwriter told me one time, Joey, you can't have it both ways. You want one government institution 
Fannie Mae <laughs> to believe you made X, and then you want another government institution, the yeah. IRS, to yeah, believe you made, made Y, because you don't want to pay tax. You don't get to have it both ways. Yeah. So that's totally fair if there's a discrepancy. You know, if if I am filing on my mortgage, I only do this, listen, but I pay listen, taxes listen, on it. We've said this many times oh, yeah. before in this show. Love it or leave it, buddy. That's love it. it. Love it or leave it. Mark, love it or leave it. Mark, but if America comes, go back to Regina. If, if you're self-employed, right. you make five hundred. Right back into Regina. <laughs> if, if you're self-employed, you make five hundred grand, and you've got tax returns for two years, and you didn't write that five hundred down to three. You're okay. Yeah, you're fine. It's we'll true. finance you, Chris. <laughs> uh, well, moral of the story for today, if you are someone that is considering getting a loan, man, don't be caught up in what yesterday's rate was. Don't even necessarily care about what today's rate is. Care about how that impacts you in the deal on a monthly basis. Uh, you know, don't buy more home than you can afford. Be shopping payment, be shopping for homes based on what you can afford and be shopping with a trusted loan person. So Joey, again, works for my, uh, my mortgage company that we own streamline home loans. He's the ace. We love him there. Um, and, and yeah, so just make sure you're dealing with reputable people. Joey, how they can find you? How can they find you? Uh, and anyway, my, my, my cell number. What is it? Robert? All right. 702-810-2552. It's Mike uh, Jones. Mike Jones. <laughs> uh, That's it. My, uh, my email address is, uh, I'm going to give him Colts. <laughs> my, give my OnlyFans. Podperson OnlyFans.com. <laughs> it's uh, Joseph, J-O-S-E-P-H dot, my last name, Siaglia, uh -huh. C-I-A-G-L-I-A at StreamlineHL.com. Got it. Perfect. And so again, if you're looking to buy, focus on what you can. And if you are someone that is in the business of selling homes, shift the narrative, understand what the rates are, understand how they impact people, understand how to tell stories that are factual, that will explain the market to people and move them from top dead zero. Because if you're just focusing all your efforts on scripts that help you get in the door to a listing appointment or how to close a buyer's appointment, no. there's no value to you. <laughs> you need to, uh, right. you need to educate yourself on the bigger market. So thanks again for joining us for the power move for everybody. If you want more links to what we're talking about, you can click the link below. If you're locked in on YouTube, make sure you give me a like and subscribe, hit that notification button or if you give us four stars on or five stars whatever it may be on whatever high, podcast high, John. High whatever, five stars. whatever podcast system, just like Connell Law has the across the board five the, stars. you're not going to get five don't stop by the highest two. that's yeah. it yeah, whatever, whatever it may be 702 Connell and remember if you hated what we did today you know tell a friend blame me yeah, yeah. no if, if you hated if you hated no if you, if you loved what we did tell a friend <clears> but if you hated what we did tell two because it doesn't matter if we're talking good or bad about you what does it matter Colt as long as they're talking as about you. As long as they're talking about you at all. That's right. We'll see you next time. <laughs> hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we have, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. <laughs>